When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Court is now in session. Always good to come to court when you can't lose. And guess who's coming to dinner? It was myself, Obama! Michelle Obama! I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch today, our 300th episode on Tuesday, January 4th. We're counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. Blame it on the booze. In Monday's episode of his podcast, Andy Cohen shared that while he stands by his drunken rant about former New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio, he does apologize for one thing he said on CNN during his and Anderson Cooper's New Year's Eve broadcast. Have a listen. The only thing that I regret saying The only thing is that I slammed the ABC broadcast and I really like Ryan Seacrest and he's a great guy and I really regret saying that and I was just stupid and drunk and feeling it and it was, it was, I was continuing the journey rant and I just kept talking and I shouldn't have and I, I, I felt bad about that. While hosting New Year's Eve live from Times Square with Cooper, the Bravo savant, threw some shade at Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve, saying, quote, If you look behind me, you'll see Ryan Seacrest's group of losers performing. I'm sorry, but if you're watching ABC, you're watching nothing. Ouch. Well, you can listen to that full clip of Cohen's apology where he explains more at EW.com. Ben Affleck who? In an appearance on The Kelly Clarkson Show, the host asked guest Ben Affleck about Snoop Dogg's recent flub of his name while announcing the Golden Globe nominations. But according to Affleck, it's been butchered way worse. Here he is talking to Kelly. It's funny because I always grew up and I thought, like, Affleck, what an incredibly ugly name. Now it sounds like the duck commercial. Affleck! Affleck! Yes, yes, I know. Isn't that funny? (laughs) (laughs) You're the first person to say it. (laughs) And when I was a kid, my parents, I always remember them, like, in the old days when people would call you up for, like, a magazine subscription or something, and they'd go, like, A, F as in Frank, F as in Frank. And I was always like, why do they always do that? And I realized as I started looking through the mail we would get, and it would always be like, Mr. and Mrs. A-S-S-L-I-C-K. And I was like, ah, I see. Oh, my God. You hate to have that You hate it. You hate yeah. to see it. Love that you didn't say it on daytime TV. Because you spelled it out. Yeah, read because it, read it aloud can't to read. yourself. Yikes. Well, at least Snoop didn't say that. And Snoop did apologize right away on the air. You can see more of Affleck on The Kelly Clarkson Show, plus other news reviews, interviews, and more at EW.com. Now, all rise for today's number three pick, Judge Steve Harvey. That's right, the longtime Family Feud host will now preside over courtroom feuds as judge, jury, and star of this new ABC series. 
He'll play by his own rules, folks, going off of his life experiences and some quote-unquote good old common sense while deciding various cases from small claims to big disputes and everything in between. Tonight's premiere, for instance, will see neighbors sue each other for the cost of repairs after a holiday party. Sisters arguing over allegedly misspent funeral expenses and another pair of siblings clash over unfinished carpentry work. Maybe Family Feud would make a good title for this show, too. Here's a preview. In my courtroom, I speak the truth. Tell me what the business arrangement was. It's pretty much us communicating via Instagram inbox. Oh, you slid in his DM. The whole truth. I plead the fifth. You can't plead the fifth after you told the story. And nothing but the truth. Let me give you my thoughts on this. You crazy. Since when is that a crime? (laughs) I got a feeling I'm about to hear a whole lot of nonsense, though. Don't you see how fascinating I am? This is your daddy's fault. I just want to get my hoopty whoop. What is hoopty whoop? Um. I object. You can't object because you're not a lawyer. First, Chrissy Teigen, now Steve Harvey. Are celebrity court shows becoming a trend? Hmm, something to keep an eye on. Here is his honor himself on why he wanted to make Judge Steve Harvey. I always just thought it would be a a cool thing to use my uh, sensibilities, my uh, rationale, my type of judgment, and then, of course, humor to kind of solve some everyday problems, you know, as long as they weren't too serious. And so it kind of, for me, it's okay, you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> you know, people say all the time, well, you're not really a judge. Well, I've seen a lot of judges I didn't think should be judges. So, you know, for me, it was just a, it was a natural transition. You know, I've done everything else. I mean, why not? You know, I thought it would be fun to do. You know, they do seem to be having more fun than people usually have in court. Judge Steve Harvey's court will be in session starting tonight at 8 o'clock on ABC. Or you can tune in to ABC 90 minutes later to catch our number two pick, Blackish. The beloved sitcom kicks off its final season tonight, and boy, does it have a guest star for you. In the season premiere, Bo convinces Dre to attend a fundraiser for When We All Vote in hopes of both increasing voter turnout and making some new couple friends. Dre's expecting nothing but dud husbands, but they both get a big surprise with the special guest for the evening, none other than Michelle Obama. And an even bigger surprise when the former first lady accepts an invite to dinner at their house. But what's no surprise is that the rest of the Johnson clan has every intention of crashing the big event. Here's a clip from the episode. Hey! y'all looking so happy about? Did you make my baby take marijuana? What? No, we just, um, <clears throat> we met somebody special. Like, special, special. They may not want to care about oh, who we not. met tonight. Oh. It was Michelle Obama! Michelle Obama! Are you sure it was really her? You've been fooled by Barack Obama impersonators before. Okay, he was pretending not to be himself so he wouldn't draw a crowd, fool. And we know it was her because we connected like we've known each other forever and we mm-hmm. had a conversation that was about being parents mm-hmm. and professionals and yes. honestly it was what's the word oh. magical. magical well we're guessing that dinner won't be quite so magical but blackish has been pure sitcom magic for over seven years now we are 
definitely going to be sad to see it go. But here is star Anthony Anderson on how he feels about the show coming to a close. Each and every day we get closer to the end, I feel that sad emotion. Ah, ding dong, <laughs> we're here. But it feels great to be able to have the opportunity to complete a story, you know, to have 13 episodes, to bring something to an end and to have a resolution. Uh, so that's how I'm feeling about uh, our eighth and final season. And here's his on-screen wife, the fantastic Tracy Ellis Ross, on how she feels. I get to walk into this last season enjoying every stitch of it and being as appreciative of it as I've been for eight years. But during the time when you're working, it's hard to always realize how exciting and wonderful it is. And so I have been um, taking it all in and I left the lot the other day weeping. Um, so I imagine it will be bittersweet. Indeed it will, but we've got a whole season to get through before we say goodbye. The final season of Blackish kicks off at 9.30 p.m. on ABC. Trivia. It's trivia time. Blackish creator Kenya Barris has been lifelong friends with what reality show host? Tyra Banks, Ryan Seacrest, or RuPaul? Stick around for the answer and our number one pick. What to watch? We'll be right back. Hey everyone, I'm Sid Evans, Editor-in-Chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce season five of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. And now it's the beginning of the end for our number one pick, This Is Us. Just 18 episodes remain in the Pearson family saga, but there's still plenty of drama left to unravel. This is This Is Us, after all. Per tradition, the big three will mark another birthday in tonight's season premiere, that would be number 41, and get the chance to ease into the proceedings and take stock of the last half dozen years. Of course, there are some crises to manage. The family must discuss Rebecca's ongoing struggle with Alzheimer's, and Randall is tempted to head down to the courthouse to confront the man who robbed his house. But when Beth swoops in with a sexy celebration offer to distract him, how can Randall refuse? Here's how. Have a listen to this clip from the premiere. Baby, let's play a game, okay? Hmm. There's two doors you can choose from today. Behind door number one, is your beautiful, top-of-her-game-right-now wife who is fulfilled in her new job and, and has a new skincare line that has her positively glowing. She is clicking on all her sexy cylinders mm. and is ready to grant you any birthday wish you want, mm. like a less problematic Aladdin genie. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah. Behind door number two, you have confronting the creeper who broke into our home and upturned a year of our lives. 
You won't pick door number two, aren't you? I need to look him in the eye, Oh, my bad. gosh. You are a very unusual I man. Know, but you really are at the top of your game. No, no, no. You only get one door, baby. You made your choice. Gotta say, if you have stuck with the show this far, you probably could have predicted that. So, viewers aren't the only ones preparing for the end, of course. The cast and crew will also be saying goodbye behind the scenes. But right now, their focus is on the work, at least for Sterling K. Brown, who says he fully expects the waterworks to turn on at some point. Have a listen. People will ask me, they're like, are you sad? I'm like, I'm not sad yet, right? I'm, I'm happy to be back at work, and I'm going to enjoy the next several months putting out this last chapter of the story. I'll get sad around episode 15. You know what I'm saying? Like, give me like 15, 16, 17, 18, like that last four when you'll be having like the last scene with so-and-so and the last time that you're in this house or the last time that you're on this particular set. Then things will start to creep up. And then by, by 6, 18, it'll be a hot mess, right? So just bear with me, America, the world at large. Brown will be a hot mess, but we'll make it through it together. You know what? He's right. We will. And the good news is we have a few months to prepare. As for Sterling's on-screen mom, Mandy Moore, she's becoming quite reflective about playing a mother and what Rebecca Pearson means to her. I think it's so special having become a mother over the course of the show, still being a relatively new mom. And in a funny way, it's like, I want to go back now and redo the entire series. I'm like, wait, I have some inkling of what it's like to be a mom now. Not a mom to adults, not a mom to teenagers, obviously, but can we go back to some of the baby scenes? Because I know how to change a diaper and properly swaddle a baby, which I definitely did not in the beginning. Poor Milo would have to like roll his eyes and show me how to do things 50 times, but I have so much unending gratitude for Rebecca Pearson, the mother she is, the woman she is, the absolute loyalty she has to her family, for her family. Nothing is more important than her family and those that she loves to her. And she also notes she's been able to play her from young adulthood through the final chapter of Rebecca's life. Pretty rare opportunity for an actor. And you can see the final chapter of This Is Us kicking off tonight at 9 on NBC. Trivia. And finally today, the answer to our trivia question. Blackish creator Kenya Barris has been lifelong friends with what reality show host? Tyra Banks, Ryan Seacrest, or RuPaul? Call it a model friendship? The answer is Tyra Banks. The two grew up together in Inglewood, California, and later developed America's Next Top Model together. Banks has also appeared on Blackish as Dre's old friend Gigi, a character based on her real-life friendship with Barris. Well, that is our show for today. We will have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm senior editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. What to Watch. Today's episode of What to Watch was written by Tyler Aquilina, edited and produced by Joshua Heller, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Shana Naomi Crockmall.